everyone, and welcome to today's episode of our PrepCast. This podcast is dedicated to MBA and master's orientation and preparation. My name is Martina, and I'm glad to say hi to our special guest today, Susan Berishai. You know her very well from our previous episodes. I will leave links uh, here in the description of this one, uh, where you can listen them uh, if you have missed. Susan is a founder of SIA Admissions Consulting, and she will tell uh, a little bit more about herself and her background in a couple of minutes. Feel free to visit her website, siaadmissions.com. You, you will find the link here in the description of this uh, episode as well. And today we are going to talk about setting up the MBA goals and what actually comes next. Susan, it's a pleasure having you here again. On behalf of our team, I would like to thank you so that you're sharing your time with us. Thank you, Martina. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and that, thank you for, to the uh, PrepCast team uh, for um, working on these uh, episodes. I, uh, for, for those of you who still don't know me, I know we've had a few episodes already, but for those of you who still don't know me, I, um, am, uh, I have been doing uh, admissions coaching for the past uh, six years now. Uh, helping top 20 MBA applicants uh, get into one of those programs. Uh, currently, I have a 90% placement rate, which means that 90% um, of the clients I work with or applicants I work with get admitted to at least one of their top choice um, programs. I am really excited to share uh, some of the insights that I've gathered over the six years uh, with applicants that are considering uh, going through this process and taking the next step in their uh, professional development. Great. Thank you so much one more time. And let's start today's episode with um, that. How should students consider an MBA as it relates to their goals? Absolutely. Uh, so I'm often, I, I often hear prospective applicants um, tell me, I just want to get into Harvard. I just want to get into Wharton. I just want to get into Stanford. This has been my dream from the beginning of, you know, my life essentially. Um, and for them, getting into these program is the goal. And one thing that I would say is um, that I would I would strongly encourage applicants um, change that kind of mindset. Um, if one approaches the application in that particular way, meaning getting into an MBA program at the top ranked institution is the dream, uh, not only are they gonna sound desperate, um, but they also do not really have a clear understanding of the reality of what it means to get into these programs. Um, it's not just about getting in and every door that you choose to open will open for you without you having to do anything. Um, that's just not the reality. Um, yes, of course, an MBA from Wharton, from Harvard, from Stanford, from Kellogg, from any of the M7s or top 20 programs, um, it's you know wonderful to get into one of these programs, but it's not the end goal. It is a stepping stone. The schools, uh, these schools offer resources um, and for the M7s and top 20, oftentimes they are the best resources available. 
that you as an applicant, you as a professional can leverage to get to your goals of what you want to impact and the life you want to lead for yourself. So look at an MBA from the perspective of how is a program that I'm applying to going to help me get to my goals and not the end itself. I hope that helps. Absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, making this clear. I guess that a lot of uh, prospectives uh, ask this question to themselves. And actually, how should they approach writing out their goals? Yeah, um, that is a question that I get so often. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, uh, and I like to think of the goals um, as the impact you want to make you look to make and always every time i work with an applicant we always start with the long-term plan the long-term plan if you think about um if you equate it to you know to to travel for example your long-term plan would be the destination you're going to but the journey is all the steps that you do along the way um, and think of the long-term plan in this way. Now, this may sound a little bit morbid, but just hear me out. Um, if you were, you know, 100 years from today, you are on your deathbed and someone asks you, beyond your family, where have you made an impact? In which area is the world better because of the work that you did? That's about impact, not about your job title. It's about um, how you're going to impact the world. And that's your long-term vision that you have to strive towards. Now, uh, and then, you, of course, you have to think about in those details. Um, and sometimes I get applicants tell, say to me, Susan, I have no idea what that looks like. I don't know. Um, I haven't had all the experiences I want to have in order to come up with that, you know, with that, um, that, that impact that I look to make. And it's okay if you don't know. It's okay if that long-term plan evolves and changes. I mean, that just means that you have an open mind and you want to grow. But you still, for the application, you still have to come up with an answer to that long-term goal. And the easiest way is to look at the experiences that you've had. When you think about what you've done to date, where are the areas that you find yourself being most passionate about? Even if you don't like your job, there's something about your job that you like. So identify that and dive deeper. This is part of a reflection. Goals are, you know, just like the application is really reflecting on what it is that you want to do. So when you have identified the long-term plan, then you're gonna reverse engineer the rest. So that means from the long-term plan, think about um, what is the easiest path to get to that long-term plan. That would be then the result of that answer is going to be your short-term plan. Um, always look for alternatives because they can never be just one path to any destination. There's always multiple roads that lead to the same destination, but of course you're gonna have to you're gonna find the easiest, most most um, seamless path to get uh, to the long term goals. Uh, to yes, to the long term goals. 
Great. Thank you so much. And um, based on your experience, uh, what are actually maybe, let's say, the five MBA Go greatest mistakes every applicant should avoid? Because we all know that uh, the MBA is a total new experience. And yeah. when, when you are planning something, you can always make a mistake. So um, what should they avoid? Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to make too, I mean, mistakes are normal. Uh, everyone makes absolutely. mistakes. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you want to try to avoid making big mistakes uh, because making big mistakes in this, in, you know, in an application cycle uh, yields to negative results. That mean your MBA plans would be delayed by one year. Um, so you definitely want to try to avoid those. So, so some of the things that I, I oftentimes see that I would want, I would encourage people to pay close attention to, um, or encourage applicants to pay close attention to, um, and this is being too vague. So your goals, you know, you, you don't provide any specificity, um, to the goals. That is a huge mistake because, um, admission teams want to really understand who you are, uh, what makes you tick, what makes you wake up in the morning and be excited for the day. And your goals are oftentimes those things that make you excited, uh, especially with, uh, you know, um, type A personalities that are typically uh, filling the classrooms of, um, of these top ranked programs. Uh, so from those schools' perspectives, your goals are really the things that excite you. So if you are too vague, that means you don't really know what it is that you want to do. And that yields to negative results. Um, and not doing your research. Not knowing what it is to get, uh, what it takes rather, to get to what you want to do. That's a really important um, piece that you want to have clear, clear um, uh, from the get-go. Uh, and this is something that, you know, when I work with applicants, we pay close attention to. I'm always looking for, you know, challenging their challenging the the applicants um, statements because I want to know that they have done all the research they need to do in order to demonstrate um, that they know what it takes to get to the goals that they want to get to. Um, and they have plans for those, even if you end up uh, succeeding in getting to an interview, um, where if you know you have you haven't fully done your research, in the interview, your interviewer is going to be asking those same questions that I typically ask. Um, and if you don't have you know very clear statements and haven't done your research, they will see it right through that in a, in a conversation, uh, which is of course different different than. Um, you know, a 300 word essay or 500 word essay, depending on which school you're applying to where you talk about your goals. Uh, so that would be number two. Um, and then the number three would be, you know, stating a goal that has no correlation, that there's no connection to any of your prior experiences. This is um, really, really important uh, to identify. Um, if you have no prior experience in a particular, I mean, this is again, goes to those applicants that are transitioning. If you have no prior um, experience in that, you know, job that you want to have, 
there's always something that you can find from your previous job, from your previous experiences that connect to those goals. Because otherwise, the admission team is going to hear, oh, I, I, you know, someone told me about this particular career and it sounds really exciting and that's what I want to do. You have had no experience. If you cannot find correlation, then your goals are probably not the right goals. So it's another really, really important piece to try to avoid doing. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the fourth, fourth uh, item is uh, to try to avoid is goals that are not very ambitious. Um, if, you know, your goal to get an MBA is to help you get um, a one level up promotion from your current job, that's probably not an ambitious enough goal. And without an ambitious enough goal, the admission team is going to say, you can get that job without an MBA, we'll give the seat to someone else who has more ambitious goals. So um, again, you have to think from the perspective of who is giving you the opportunities. And then the final uh, element that I would want to say is uh, trying to avoid is making too many jumps. So again, this is for people who are looking to transition. Typically, there are like uh, three ways that people tend to look to make transitions. So one is changing a job entirely. So doing something different than what you're doing currently, changing geographies. So whether you are, you know, in the United States looking to work in Europe or, or somewhere else in Asia or vice versa. Uh, so you're changing geographies, meaning changing your network. And then the third one is changing sectors. So changing, you know, if you are in energy, you want to work in um, um, healthcare, something like that, right? So you're changing entirely something different. A school, an MBA program, a business school is typically comfortable helping you make two of those three transitions. If you say, I want to change my job, I want to change my geography, I want to change sectors, that is too many jumps. And too many jumps yield to not getting an admit. So, uh, because they just find it too difficult to make that change in about, uh, you know, in, in two years period. Um, so those are some of the major things that I would consider when you're making, when you're finalizing your goals and deciding, um, you know, what makes it on your list. And I know this is a lot to consider and lots to juggle. Um, but it is a really important um, piece uh, of the puzzle that, you know, when schools are really accepting you because they're betting on your ability to succeed um, to where you want to go. Great. Thank you so much. It, it's really interesting to hear uh, some expert advice. Um, for uh, this question. And uh, talking about MBA, uh, we all know that this is investment in time. This is investment in uh, your life, actually. So I guess that a lot of our applicants ask, how will MBA help them actually to achieve their goals um, or even to support their life goals? Could you give some advices uh, yeah, to all absolutely. of them that are wondering? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think um, not just because this is my field, but um, I do think that an MBA is an amazing um, training ground um, for a variety of different needs. Uh, so you have people who have business um, undergraduates still looking to get an MBA because it, it, it helps them 
get to a more advanced level than where they are. Uh, but then you also have people who are looking at, you know, doing or, or transitioning or, or doing something different or even just being in the same field, but they want the more advanced or like you want, they want to uh, be in the business side of the organization or the sector. Um, so they don't have any business fundamentals and an MBA really helps with that, um, you know, with the business training and understanding all the complexities of what makes a business. The other aspect um, that uh, an MBA offers is, uh, you know, hands-on learning. This is something that you wouldn't get outside of going through this kind of training. Uh, of course, hands-on learning you get on the job, but you don't get to do so many different things um, that are interesting to you, have so many different opportunities to uh, gain hands-on experience. So in the classroom, whether you're doing cases or you're doing you know, your lectures or simulations or um, anything like that, it's one way of learning, but then you also get to apply that learning into um, you know, a real-world project businesses go to these top-ranked uh, MBA programs to help them solve problems and students get an opportunity to get, gain, gain hands-on uh, hands exposure that way. Um, and then, of course, you know, um, schools, uh, business, top-ranked business schools have great partnerships with top-ranked employers. Um, so if you want to, you know, work for the MBB, so McKinsey, Bain, and BCG, which are the sort of the holy grail of consulting, or if you want to work for the FANGs, or if you want to work for um, a variety of different, you know, uh, industries and companies, uh, employers do go to these MBA programs to recruit for their openings. So this is a really great opportunity to gain those exposures that would oftentimes be much more difficult um, to do it on your own. Um, and then uh, what I really like is, you know, uh, to be challenged, to be around people. And this is one thing that I love about academia is that you are constantly stimulated mentally um, by all the different things that are happening on campus, uh, all the different interests um, that are going on. And uh, of course, you know, with a lot of the MBA programs um, putting quite a bit of attention on entrepreneurship and innovation and, and social responsibility, uh, these are really important pieces of um, what we need to do in society, what we need to be mindful of. And as a future leader who is going to be, you know, um, CEOs of companies, CFOs of companies, any of those chief um, types of, of, uh, of roles where you direct organizations, um, being in that environment that looks at problems from a variety of different lenses is really, really important. And when it comes to life goals, um, I would say in a similar way, um, you know, that as a, as the, you know, post MBA goals, uh, the programs offer really lifelong learning. Uh, so you can continue to leverage the school's resources, the professors, um, for the rest of your life. Um, and also, you know, you continue to engage the alumni. Whether you choose to stay in that geography where the school is located, so whether that's in US, Europe, uh, you know, Asia, wherever it is, but also if you choose to leave, if you if life changes um, and you need to um, 
you know, move geographies, you know, from these top ranked programs that for most of them, you will have a really wide um, network that, you know, spans really the globe. And um, it's really important to think about, as you, as uh, Martina, you mentioned that, you know, an investment in an MBA is not something that you do just for um, that post-MBA goal. This is a real lifetime investment um, for your future um, career, but then also, you know, for the opportunities that it offers um, and the mobility that it offers, uh, you know, uh, along the line, uh, along the way. Absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. And um, actually, what will be your advice to all of our listeners and applicants, of course? Um, how should they approach their long-term post-MBA goal? Uh, what should be your advice to all of them? Yeah, um, so I would say... Um, when you approach their long-term MBA goal, I would, um, uh, especially if you don't know um, exactly what you want to do, which I oftentimes um, work with clients that uh, know they don't want to do what they are doing currently, but they don't quite know exactly what they want to do, um, you know, either, you know, post MBA or, or beyond that. And um, in those situations in particular, I would say, um, look, for past experiences that you've had that can help um, come up with a goal that it's ambitious yet achievable um, and where you can have stories that you can share how you've gotten exposure um, from uh, your past experiences that lead you to want to do what it is, whatever it is that you try that you're, you're saying that you want to do. And once you make that decision, you have to really stick with that decision. Um, you know, I, 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 I tell this to my applicants, um, especially those that don't know exactly what they want to do. During the application cycle, we need to be convinced that this is the goal that you want, uh, because if you can't convince yourself, you can't convince me. And if you can't convince me, you can't convince the admission team. So it has a trickling down effect. Uh, but I would say, if you find experiences that demonstrate that you have some exposure to that, whatever that goal is, um, that would be really the best way to approach your long-term goals. Great, thank you so much. And of course, talking about goals, uh, we all know that uh, this means that we are planning our future. Um, do you think that asking the question, how do I see myself, for example, in five years uh, in a professional way uh, is something uh, relevant that uh, every applicant should ask uh, their self? Absolutely. Uh, or, um, yeah. So I would say uh, you definitely want to ask that question. This entire process um, is really um, a process of introspection. Um, whether that's a goal or the application, everything about the MBA experience is an introspection. And in most cases, it requires people to really spend a lot of time thinking about the goals. Um, and it's not something that you can, you know, wake up the day before the due date 
uh, of your target round and say, oh, I'm just going to write my application today and <laughs> it will be good. <laughs> yeah. You really do need time. You need yeah. time to, to, to reflect and to, um, you know, uh, to come up with a, with a plan. And I think the question of, you know, where do I see myself in five years um, is an absolute question that you want to ask, but I would even go beyond that and say, where do I see myself in 10 years? Where do I see myself, you know, what do I see myself doing when I'm 40, 50 years old? Yeah. Um, and those are the kinds of questions that will lead um, to the real answers that you're feeling. And then of course, you're going to have to evaluate if those real answers make sense for BMB for the business school, uh, but that's the next step in the process. Um, but uh, you do want to be first and foremost transparent and and um, and honest with yourself, um, and then and just brainstorm. Uh, whatever comes out of that exercise is is good, um, and then from there you have to look at it. Okay, who's my audience, and adjust the goals to the audience. Yeah, maybe just uh, a lot of um, a lot of people are just thinking, oh, that's too far in the future. I'm not going to think about it right now. But actually, when we're talking about goals, we should ask this question to ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, 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 applying to a business school is hard because it does, yeah. it does require you to question, to really sit with the questions that you most people avoid. Uh, and that's not just, you know, the goals, which of course is about the future. Um, and as a society, at least in the West, um, we are always chasing the future. Um, but it also requires you to sit with the past, even to help you get to the future. So, um, it's an uncomfortable place, uh, to be, and it's really hard to go through this process, but it will be so rewarding because you have reflected on this, uh, on where you are and then where you want to go. And then why are you choosing the path that you want to choose? So, you know, when you go, when you get into an MBA program, you would have done a lot of the work that other students in the program haven't done. And then all of a sudden feel really overwhelmed with everything going on. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And um, let's, uh, let's finish uh, today's episode with uh, one question. How will an MBA contribute to my personal development? Maybe uh, a lot of people ask this question again to uh, themselves because when you start uh, such a journey, you want to know what actually will uh, give you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a wonderful question. Um, you know, beyond, of course, what I talked about earlier, where you get the, a lot of the professional development, um, you're also going to change in the process. I love, like, I have conversations with all of my clients when they, um, you know, obviously we're going through this process together, right? I get to know their stories, what got them here. But then also I, you know, I check in, you know, you know, at the end of their first year and at the end of their second year. And I love to hear just the confidence that has been built um in who they are uh which is totally different from where we start and um so you the part part of that confidence that's built is you are really required to you know through the mba journey you'll be challenged in many different ways but the most fundamental way is the way you think 
and that you're going to through that you're going to get a lot of personal growth um you will be in a room full of people with variety of different backgrounds uh, which is very different from any other program in the sense that you know for example if you do a you know a, a master's in um econ uh, economics um you are going to be around people who think in the same sort of economics terms of course you they'll be challenged in different ways but the experiences that people are bringing to the table are somewhat uh similar uh whereas you know in an mba program it's so different in the sense that people come from arts background from retail background from um you know the music industry from consulting from finance like it's just a melting pot of a lot of different backgrounds and from a lot of different geographies um with that kind of exposure that you typically don't get in a in a work environment um you are challenged to think from a variety of different problems uh from a variety of different perspectives you know when you're faced with a problem you everyone in the classroom in your team is going to bring their perspective their experiences to that discussion and then through that you will you know um uh you will start looking at looking at the world a little bit different and also looking at your role in the world a little bit different and that uh from the experiences that i've had with speaking with many of my clients um has only been positive has only been growth great susan thank you so much for uh giving re this really valuable information i believe that we um make the situation maybe a little bit easier to our listeners yeah. uh to make the, the right choice for them yeah uh, I, i hope so I, <laughs> yeah i i strongly believe that uh we we can help them uh mm -hmm. i want to remind everyone that in the description of uh, this episode they can find um your website and our website they can find link there links there so please free uh, to visit unimy.com cerdmissions.com and unimyprep.com where you can find a lot of helpful materials and um to be well prepared for the mba path on behalf of our team i want to wish a nice day to everyone susan thank you one more time for your thank you uh, martina Thank, Thank you. you so much for having for having me. I really enjoyed this and you know, I look forward to more future events. Future yes. podcasts. If everyone stay tuned for more because we will have um a, a lot of uh, more episodes with Susan, so we will have a, a choice to ask your questions and we will um make a another new episode with your questions. So yes, stay tuned for more and have a nice day.